0: Dad, isn't it time for illegal Hammond face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo?
1: Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes. But only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the ham boys. Fatty Fatty Big Bride.
0: And my cousin Vinny. And
1: my cousin Vinny. What is going on, everybody? I am that fat guy, and welcome to another episode of Legal Ham to the Face. It is August 30th, and it is time for football. Let me begin, big brah man, what's going on homie is what's that up? Little background
0: yeah I feel bad I didn't get to play with her much today so try uh, to keep her entertained a little bit
1: well that you gave her jerky and you'll keep her entertained at least you'll keep me entertained with jerky <laughs> All right, let's one be bite honest. and it's gone well just before we start the show Brian I got something special for you um you. Isaac Rochelle our new defensive end for your Cleveland Browns um, put out something on Twitter yesterday, and it blew my mind. And we're mm-hmm. doing it as a special Fat Boy Tuesday next week. So please tune in for this, because he asked the question, is pancake bread? Hmm. And it got me thinking, because French toast is bread. Right. So we are going to do next week, what is... And what is not debate, Bri, because pancake, could it be bread? Possibly. We'll sure. find out next week when you and I hammer it out. So that was a fun little tease. I told, I, I retweeted it and said, hey, thank you for the Fat Boy Tuesday for next week. So, yeah, I mean, it's hey, contributing already. Uh, James, what's going on? Craig, what's going on? Craig, I need your email address, please, for Big Bry. <coughs> Um, let me do our rundown real quick. Uh, today, we are getting into uh, the Browns cut down to the 53-man roster. We're getting into the, and air quotes, dress rehearsal for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're getting into college football. And for Fat Boy Tuesday, we are getting into Fair Foods. And then our not-so-top-three, because Brian called me out on it because I just write down in notes. We're going to give our college football final four predictions. Well, I thought we talked last week about uh college football traditions or do you want to do that next week? We might do that next week because we might have a special guest with us next week to do that with us. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry to blow it. Sorry to blow the surprise. We'll get to it next week. Okay. Well, I mean, we I didn't I was just shooting from the hip, Brian, because everything that's been going on this week here at this household. So, I was kind of like just throwing stuff together and I figured we've never really done our top 4 playoff predicts before so figured you and i could have some fun and throw some uh, little side bet down on it you sure. know, maybe, maybe a little my corner bar little uh chicken wings
0: that can be done
1: all right i got craig's email right here thank you craig uh jocelyn's in. what's up and justin already came out and said no pancake is not bread we will get into that next week what i know i don't know But first off, we do have to get into our wonderful sponsor, Harold and the APA. Uh, He's shelling out some T-shirts and maybe some sweatshirts for our fantasy football league this year, which Brian has informed me. We will announce that a little bit later. We have three spots left in our fantasy football, our legal ham fantasy football. And Brian put a little wrinkle in it like we do every year. We had a vampire we had a gauntlet league, and now we got another little wrinkle in this one. So I can't wait to do this one. Um, but he has supported us and been with us ever since we pretty much started. Can't thank him enough. Bry. I do still have your hat. I'm going to give you your hat. I promise. Nobody has worn the hat. The kids have asked me to wear the hat, and I told <laughs> them nothing. I had to slap their little digits away from that. And I'm like, nope, that is Bri's. You cannot touch that. Don't you touch that. I know, I know, Uh, but he is in our league with us. So if you want to talk some crap to Harold, please go right on ahead because I will love it every single minute. And now, Bri, you were talking about uh next week for our fantasy football. Uh, You're talking about a Wednesday, 7 o'clock p.m. draft for our fantasy football once we get the three in. Yeah, seven, eight,
0: you know, whatever's better for anybody. I'm pretty flexible on Wednesdays. So if eight works best for people, 8.30, even 6.30, whatever, I don't care.
1: Now, for those that have already played with us, Justin, Chris, um, everybody, uh, Craig came in and said that that sounds good to him. Cool. Uh, he has um, your email addresses. You will be getting an email and everything set up. I think we are still going through the uh, the four letter network. That's uh, correct. And he will get everything set up that is on Bry's side. Now here oh. is what you get a chance to win that nobody knows. All right, Bry, get a wonderful bottle of Cleveland Underground Black Cherry Whiskey. You get nice a shirt or a hoodie. From the Lake Erie APA plus a $25 gift card to Mr. B's. Sweet. Okay. second place ends up with a shirt or a hoodie from Lake Erie APA. And a little minor prize that I have on the side for them. So we're only doing first and second. No surprises. This is free to get in. So you're getting a yep. $60 bottle of whiskey, a 30 to $40 hoodie or t-shirt, plus a $25 gift card to Mr. B's. How can you pass that up for a free time?
0: Absolutely.
1: So, and you're about to have fun with this group because we go nuts. Now, if Brian and I should happen to win the uh, the tournament, which it has happened almost once, I almost won the Vampire League. Or did I win the Vampire League? Joe Bear won the Vampire Joe League, Bear, which he got his Cleveland whiskey. Damn, Joe Bear. I forgot about Joe Bear. Juice won last year. Yeah, Juice won last year. If Brian mm-hmm. and I should happen to win, we will actually put everybody's name in the hat and draw out a raffle for the um, Cleveland Underground Whiskey
0: i think we, it should just all move down so whoever gets second would then be first whoever gets thirst would be all second. right i
1: like it i like it yeah i
0: mean at least that way you still earn something
1: all right might not earn bragging rights but uh here we go we might have a spot open nick if you want in uh, hold on nick all it's right coming i just did a
0: draft you. with nick on sunday and
1: Did he cheat like you did?
0: I'm not going to tell you what his first-round pick is, but if he wants to, he can put it out there. Is it Cade York? Tell me it was Cade York. (laughs) We all thought – so we do have one guy in our league who uh, always drafts all the Browns, and and we thought for sure he was taking Cade York like fourth round, especially because this was not even 24 hours after Cade York had his performance on Saturday night. So, yeah, he didn't get him though, but uh, every time, hold your breath. Here comes Cade York off the board. Yep. He did get drafted though, but not, not as early get as you thought.
1: All he right. Did. Yep. All right. Now that everything is out of the road, Bride, do you have any shout-outs for this week, buddy?
0: Yeah, I do. Well, let me uh, let me just get out of the way. The it seems like every summer I do this, but I just wanna show my appreciation and prop up uh, a couple of places that really give me a lot of entertainment throughout the summer as the summer's coming to an end now we're going towards um you know fall and football season so this type of stuff is wrapping up my golf league at ridgetop great course you're just if you're not even you don't have to be a great golfer to play out there it's not a dog track or anything by any means but affordable i think you can get 18 holes in a cart for under 40 bucks on the weekends. so Nice course, fun course. You can score well on it. Let me shout them out. Let me shout out, um, just wrapped up my volleyball league out in Wellington. And that's at the strikeout lanes. It's a bowling alley, but they got volleyball courts in the back. Nice patio back there. If you're ever looking to just have some pickup games of sand volleyball, it's a blast. They got cheap beer. They got good food. So it's a bit of a drive for most people, but it's right off of route 18. So it's easy to get to. So yeah, flood those businesses. Th- they give me a
1: lot of joy in the summertime. All right. Yep. And there's <coughs> echo from the, uh, I was sharing all of our stuff to our normal platforms there, Brian. I'm Sorry about that. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube and Twitter. Um, just like, subscribe, everything. We appreciate everybody that comes on and watches this every week. We really do. Uh, he actually did comment and said it was Josh Allen. He really picked Josh Allen first. <laughs> there you go. He's sticking by his pick. Hey, he, he he's won
0: within the last couple of years, so he's riding and dying with Josh Allen. Hey. We also have a buddy who uh, who's a Giant Bills fan, so I think he probably does it just to razz him a little bit.
1: Oh, you got to at that point. <laughs> it's to? Nick's
0: cousin. So uh oh, it, yeah, I, I think that's why he does it. Yeah, too. you gotta do that all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, let me let me also shout out I got some of my Joe Thomas beer left. Ooh. And I'm drinking it out of my Denzel Ward cup.
1: That a boy. And
0: I went to the game on Saturday, got wife got a wife wanted a soda. I said, Okay, you're getting the uh, the souvenir soda. So I got me a Denzel Ward cup. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it i won't mention the price but uh but hey it seems like a nice sturdy cup so i'm happy they didn't have any nick chubb that's kind of what i was asking for but i'll
1: take denzel i mean it must be nice to drink the sweet nectar from ohio state huh there it is he's a brown now he's a brown now just suck it down i can't wait to. i i
0: I can separate the two unlike a lot of people with uh, (laughs) Braylon
1: edwards we won't. We won't get into that or Jabril peppers. But yeah, and well, you're not getting into that. I can't separate that. Are they on this team again? Nope. Well,
0: okay. Hey, so they're that, Browns. When they're Browns, I root for them.
1: Well, yeah, I'd hope so because that's the only thing. I'm not petty. I'm not petty. All right, all right. Uh, I really don't have any shoutouts this week, so you kind of worked out for me. So thank you. There buddy. we go. Perfect. Uh, trivia time. All right, let me bring Uh-oh. up. Our little uh yep. Oh that was Speaking of Harold from the APA just texted me. So first off, um, yeah, our trivia is brought to you by Papa V and curbpeel 419com um, Last week, I gave Brian trivia that we didn't even get to answer at the end because we were so excited. There's the other <laughs> shout out I, I forgot to do. Uh, Chris Easterling from the Acre Beacon Journal. If you want to check out a great interview with the Browns beat reporter from Beacon Journal, go back to last episode. We had a great time with him. He was funny as shit, especially when we started getting into the rapid fire with uh, food and everything else we had, but he had such a great time with us. He said he's coming back on with us about halfway through the season to give us a little breakdown, hopefully right before, before the trade deadline. So please go back and check that. But last week, I asked Bri how many rookies have started for your Cleveland Guardians? All right. And I didn't get an answer because I forgot to do it at the end. That's my fault. But, Bry, I want you to wrap your head around this. This entire season, there have been 14 new players come up and play for your Cleveland Guardians. Uh-huh. <laughs> 14, Bry. Crazy. And they're still in first place. Yep. How awesome as that. Hang right. on. So, Brian, you ready for your trivia?
0: Yeah, and I got—I guess I don't do this very often, but I got a non-football trivia for you, and it was kind of timely. So, I'm asking you. I saw um, last night Albert Pujols hit a home run to—I guess he's always—he's still in fifth, but uh, but he's approaching fourth, and so. I need from you the four guys all time who have more home runs than Albert Pujols.
1: Okay. All right. Now, do you have a second one for our last three spots?
0: Yeah, we were talking earlier. I think we'll uh we'll make it, you know, not too difficult. Get a bowl.
1: You want me to do so, it? So
0: yeah, awesome. go for it.
1: All right. This year, your Cleveland Browns have got. Five running backs in the backfield that made their fifty-three man roster. You name them, you're part of the illegal ham to the face fantasy football league. So, I got to Our sponsor. I got to take care of our sponsor first, Brian. I'm sorry. Sure. A little delayed. He's very
0: needy. You gotta. Well, you gotta well, drop
1: what you're doing. He, he doesn't realize that we're right in the middle of the show right now. But he said he has all the stuff for us for the fantasy and everything. So uh, he asked when the date was. I just sent it to him. So, Bri, we are going to first real quickly get into the Guardians are still in first for right now. All right. I cannot believe that they're still playing this good. They had a little bad hiccup there in uh, Seattle. It's bound to happen on the West Coast. You get that little. They lost three out of four. But the great thing about this team is, Brian, they're still hanging in there. They're still a game and a half in front. They play again tonight. Actually, they're playing right now. Um, and the last eight games they have of the season are against Kansas City. So you can't really go wrong with that picture. The last eight games are against Kansas City? I think so. The last eight games wow. are against Kansas City. How the hell oh, because of rain delays and stuff or rain outs and stuff like that? Probably. I know there's like a, I think there's a three game set in Cleveland and a four game set in uh Kansas City and a double header. That's crazy.
0: Number. OK, there you so, go. That would be eight.
1: Oh, you're close, but no cigar. I don't think Justin. Justin's trying to give me the trivia answer and I got to stop looking at the comments. <laughs> but, I mean, I can, still can't believe this team's in first, Bry. I mean, we picked them to be kind of middle of the road. And I just can't believe the uh, AL Central is just kind of just been a dumpster fire of whatever the hell it is. But I mean, you got the Twins and White Sox still there, so guess what, bud? September is going to be fun for uh, Cleveland Guardians baseball. Sure, yeah, it's been a been a joy up to this point to watch them. I
0: I'll be honest, I haven't been able to watch them a whole lot, but uh, just keeping track of them. And it sounds like they have kind of a favorable schedule down the stretch. So I I really do think it's going to come down to the wire and it's going to come down to maybe the last week or 10 days um kind of back and forth and like we thought all along with this team this team's kind of been up and down. They had a rough week this past week um you know uh the White Sox the Twins have kind of closed ground a little bit but we still have that lead. So it's going to be tough or it's going to be uh Enjoyable to see how they um, they deal with these teams closing in, and probably eventually I wouldn't be surprised if we lose the lead uh, at, at some point and we're in second. So how they handle that that's going to be major um, growth in their uh, in their mindset, and it's just going to make them tougher for the future. There's teams still very young, so let's not remember let's not forget that because uh, because they have been overachieving. And it's just going to be fun. Just try to enjoy it. Um, You know, don't have these World Series aspirations. Don't think that maybe we can hang with some of the best teams yet. Just go in with low expectations and enjoy it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, something, it's going to be a fun fall, especially with what we got going on. College football's back. High school football's been going on for a couple weeks. Um, You know, Guardians are in the hunt, especially for playoffs. Um, and we got our Browns coming up in a couple weeks. So Brian, why don't we transition over? Because I know I didn't want to talk guardians that long, but I want to keep everybody relevant that this young ass team is still in first place and not like a little bit young, like they're kids. I, I I'm old enough now to look at them as kids. That's how I feel about it. Like, it's just weird. Like, I mean, Brian, it's just, it's a weird, like, you know, twenty-two-year-old going up for his first at bat, and hitting home runs. Like, okay, well, I guess I could be your dad. All right, <laughs> Great. here we are. It's a sobering thought. I know, it's unreal. Like, <laughs> I ran, funny story. So uh, last Sunday, I think it was, ran into somebody, and I'm sitting there joking around, and I thought much older. This guy was much older than what he was. He's was like, yeah, I'm only, I'm only twenty. I'm like, what? oh my god. Like, it was one of those ones where you just instantly feel old. Like, you're Mm -hmm. like, man, I cannot do that. All right. But your Cleveland Browns had their dress rehearsal with the Chicago Bears. Now, first off, Brian, did you get your text from Jose Vato? (laughs) I did not get a text. I did get um,
0: some Facebook messages and. I'm almost certain he mentioned the 85
1: Bears. He did mention the 85 Bears.
0: <laughs> I sent him a picture of, of me watching the game and told him how lucky we are and or how lucky they were and, you know, they're not going to be this good. How can we be different if it was regular season? But, yeah, he probably didn't listen to any of that.
1: Oh, he didn't care. He just wanted to bust your balls. And especially, <laughs> he's with his kids right now, so I know he's not watching. So this is the best part about it. But, Brian, when he signed up for Twitter, and it was Jose Votto. He's for- on Twitter now. He's on Twitter now. following us on Twitter. Lord help us all. I know. I know. Once you gave him that smartphone, he doesn't know what to do now. But, uh, <laughs> I want to get your reaction to the uh, the game. Uh, you know, starting out, uh, Justin Fields pretty much just carved us up. They went up 21 to nothing, and then we kind of just staggered back to make it 21 to 20. Um, offense um we'll get into that here in a little bit I got my opinions but I just want to get your feeling on how you think they looked against the uh, bears there big fella yeah there's no other way to slice it other than <clears throat> it was a
0: disappointment it was underwhelming um but again I, I'll take the route of being optimistic i guess and say it's preseason it's almost a different game between preseason and regular season everything is just so vanilla you almost wish the nfl would do something to get away from it because nobody's showing up to these games if they are they're buying tickets from a scalper for five bucks or something like that so the uh the season ticket holders get screwed because they got to still pay their full price but it's football so in that sense it's fun you can go have a good time you know, downtown was packed with Browns jerseys. You'd love to see that, but it, i don't know. I, I'm of the camp of I'm not going to overreact too much to uh to the Bears kicking our butt. <laughs> you know, I don't really believe that they would have that kind of success against us offensively or defensively if it was the uh, if it was the regular season. Just look at our offense alone. We were without our top five players, maybe six, if you count Deshaun. So, and you know, we're talking about Pro Bowl type guys. Defense probably was the same without, without top five or six players. So, I mean, what what do you think is going to happen with, in that case? But uh, I don't know. I guess it's something to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, just gets you more excited that
1: preseason's finally over and we can start seeing some real football here in two weeks. Yeah the the one glaring thing. That came out of me at this. Yeah, I know Chubb and Hunt didn't play. I am honestly, and I can actually say this now, very, very concerned about our passing game, Bri. And not like a little bit concerned. Like, I am like, I understand Cooper didn't play. I understand it's preseason. I understand it's the Bears. Bri, they just cannot plug the holes in the bucket that's leaking. And that bucket is leaking bad enough that they tried to showcase Anthony Schwartz. The dude can't catch the ball. He cannot catch the ball. I I don't know what it is. And if it's mentally and everything else, and you still want to keep this guy on the roster, don't target him like that anymore. You get one target. If you can't catch it, so be it. We'll use you on jet sweeps or whatever we got to use you for. But right now my confidence in Anthony Schwartz is gone. All right. You have Njoku that made a couple of big passes. DPJ, I don't know where he's been all camp. And then you got Bella that made a couple of position catches to give them first downs and kind of like a little bit of that. But Brian, right, this passing game has got me seriously concerned for 11 weeks until Deshaun gets back. And I understand we got Chubb and Hunt, and we can do whatever we want running the ball. You still got to pass it at some point in time, and I don't know if they can do it. I honestly don't know if they can do it right now. It scares me. It really does scare me. Yeah,
0: it's it's passing leagues. so you're going to have to if you want to have any kind of success. But um, I'll I'll calm your uh, concerns just a little bit just by saying it's it's a huge deal not having your number one wide receiver out there and your guy who. His head and shoulders above everyone else on the team. So that's a big deal. Um, again, I'll just talk back to the play calling is just, they're not going to run these plays in the regular season. I mean, I would hope they wouldn't. Jacoby Brissett, you like to see uh, him do a little bit more, but we still don't know what we have in him. We still won't find out until he starts playing some games that matter. Um, so, yeah, the Schwartz thing. He's just a lost cause in my book. Uh, it's the front office being stubborn. The fact that he even made this team. He reminds me of an athlete, a golfer, a baseball player, you know, basketball player. We've seen it with Ben Simmons, Chuck Knobloch. Uh, you, you get the yips and, and he has a yips and it's all in his head. And he's just, he can't concentrate and make the catch because he's got, 10 other things going on in his mind and nine of those things are don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. Oh, crap, I dropped it. So, sure. yeah, you can't you can't
1: trust a guy like that. Well, and the thing that gets me more frustrated, like the one pass where he got picked off by a linebacker, I you got to have a little bit of awareness on that one, especially running that slant, but that was also a forced pass by because he had Najoko on the backside wide open. But you're, you're sitting there looking at it and they're trying to force feed him to give him the confidence. Bri, when you're running a cross pattern and it seriously hits you in the hands, there's nobody around you within three or four yards and it hits you in the hands and you still can't bring it in. Body catch it. Do whatever. Hit him in the face mask like necessary roughness just so he can catch the ball to give him a little bit. Like, I don't know what they have to do because in practice, they're like, oh, he's having a great practice. Yeah, he's catching everything. blah. when he gets out on the field, it's like, where was this guy at? Like DPJ, this is what I know what a real receiver is. Brissett threw it so far behind DPJ. He adjusted, caught it with his hands and fell down. That pass, Schwartz would have looked at it. He wouldn't even have tried to catch it. And if he did try to catch it, it went off his fingertips and probably intercepted.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was pretty clear to me that that the Browns really wanted to involve Mitchell Schwartz, uh, not Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah, Mitchell. <laughs> That was a couple years ago. Yeah. Anthony Schwartz in the game plan and throw it to him and get let him get some confidence because, hey, he can't carry this mentality into the regular season, because this is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And this is the re- the preseason and he's doing this. How's he going to look in a big moment or a time when we throw the ball to him and we need him to catch it? You know, he's going to have to gain some momentum somehow, because right now the nerves are getting to him and he just does not believe in himself. So how can we have somebody on our roster that going into the season feels that way. And by the way, we're, you told me before we came on, we only kept five receivers. So you have five receivers, and there's one guy that you absolutely cannot trust, and mm-hmm. he doesn't really play special teams either. So it, it's just stubbornness, the fact that he uh, that he's on this roster. The best thing, honestly, for him and his career is for the Browns to cut him, and he can go somewhere else where he's just another guy. He's not the third round pick from last year. And the guy who we have all these hopes, he can just kind of lay low, be the guy under the radar that makes a couple plays because right now he's the focus of the Cleveland media. He's the focus of every talk show and everyone's talking about why the hell can't this guy catch the ball. And that's not going to do a whole lot for his confidence. So I don't know, unless he really mans up and, uh, and starts making some plays, it's going to be very, very difficult for him to, uh, to change that narrative.
1: And I, I understand where you're coming from. Like, you know, cut him, let him kind of figure out what's going on. My thing is, is if you want to keep him and he's still a project, all right, this is how you do it. He's last on the depth chart, wide receiver. He gets playing time when he can actually prove he gets playing time. And if that doesn't happen, he's still practice, practice squad eligible, send him down. Let him get his feet underneath him let him try to figure out something and then bring him back up. So, yes, and Chris, we'll get into the 53-man roster here in a little bit. Um, But, yeah, it was – this game was just – it was a weird game because I was expecting – I wanted to see Jacoby Brissett and see what we got going on because we haven't seen him. Like, you know, we talked to Chris Easterling last week, and I was like, we haven't seen him. Mm -hmm. You know, we haven't seen him in preseason. We haven't seen him really in practice because we're not out there. We didn't know what we were getting. Can he, Bri, do you think he can actually lead this team what you saw on Saturday night, <clears> a <throat> positive record before Deshaun gets back? Do you think they can go 6-5 and five with Jacoby Percent before John, or Deshaun gets back?
0: I mean, if I'm just basing it off of what I saw on Saturday, I would say no. But again, I don't think that that tells the whole story. I don't think that tells 30% of the story. I I, I want to believe that uh, he's played in real games, real, pre, real regular season games that actually matter, and he's played better than that. So I think uh, when he gets superstars around him, he will be better. Now, I mean, it's not like he's going to be the answer to our quarterback problems. It's going to be similar to how we felt about, um, about Baker last year. And basically all the Browns need, not all they need, they need to make, they need him to make some plays, but just don't turn the ball over. I mean, if, if we had zero turnovers against, um, against the Packers last year or the Ravens, that second game, we'd probably win the game. So just don't turn the ball over. Don't be shooting us in the foot. You know you're going to have to be asked to make a couple plays, pick up a couple third downs, but for the most part, just don't screw it up. So if he can do that, I think you know, hopefully he can get to that five win mark, maybe even six wins. Um, but yeah, if he's playing like he did on Saturday, he's not going to help us win a whole lot. But again, I think what did I, I heard something about uh, his stats when he didn't target Mitchell Schwartz, and they were halfway decent. Um so just going by that, you know, you know what the game, Browns game plan was that they were going to try to feature him and get his confidence up and that didn't work so yeah, I still haven't really changed my opinion on
1: per percent to this point. All right, Brian, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to take a drink of that muni. Sure. It it's is coach. An- it's Anthony Schwartz. Now I that- keep saying Mitchell you keep saying Mitchell Schwartz and just <laughs> just threw up because maybe he'd catch it if he thought it was a sandwich. I'm like, that would definitely be Mitchell Schwartz.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm stuck in the uh, the Browns pass. It's like Anthony doesn't even register for me because he really not he hasn't done anything for us to be talking about him this much.
1: But we are. And, and it's
0: the story of the preseason.
1: Even though we also gotta bring up, Brad, before we get on move on to our uh, big O big D and just not my day player of the week. Um, JC Treder retired uh, this past week. And I put out for us on Twitter you know, I thanked him for his time in Cleveland, all he's done in Cleveland. What was it? Nine years in the NFL or something of that nature Um, with green Bay and Cleveland. And he finally just hung it up. So, uh, from us, I, I appreciate what he did here. Yes, he was banged up. He was hurt. But man, that man was an iron man because he was out there every single game. He really was unless he was seriously hurt. And I know with the NFL PA and him being the president and all this other crap, I get it. But JC Treader, thank you for your time here in Cleveland. It is much appreciated, um, especially from this show because we're big boys and we love the offensive and defensive line. But thank you for your time here in Cleveland. Um, you showed what it truly was to be a football player who had guts to go out there every week and sacrifice your body for this team. So thank you. Well said, right, Bry? There you go. He's my guy. Yeah. Offensive I, can't, lineman. I can't believe that guy got hurt so much. I mean, between the ankle sprains, the knee sprains, the wrist sprains. Every week it was eh, maybe questionable, questionable, and he'd be out there for the first snap every time, every time he'd be out there for that snap.
0: There mm-hmm. was
1: uh, and now I think the only time that he wasn't out there was when he got pancaked on the ground in between Batonio and oh God, who was the defensive tackle and they landed right on his ankle where he had to come out because he had a sprained ankle, and then Harris took over for him for a little bit and then he came back in. <laughs> but I, mean, I mean, just think about that because, um. oh, guess what? I got a little show nugget for next week, Bri. Okay. You ready for this? Along with us talking about the Browns first season game, we're going to have the man from all eyes on Cleveland and the Browns wire, Brad Ward's going to join us to talk about all Cleveland going into that game. And hopefully we can pick his brain a little bit about what he thinks about this wide receiver room. Because I'm pretty sure there's going to be some uh, stuff coming down the pipeline about that. But, Brian, let's get into our uh, big O of the week. And my big O of the week, tell you what, Josh Dobbs. I know he's playing third and fourth team, everything else. But Josh Dobbs is doing his job to be a third string quarterback. And, buddy, just keep it up. All right. All right, Brian, what about your big O of the week?
0: it's a guy who is, it's more like a big O of the preseason, I guess. And for nothing else, the fact that he's just out there, it's Wyatt Teller. Um, He's just, I mean, these other guys, these other veterans, these guys that have been to the pro bowl, they're, they're taking these preseason games off and Wyatt Teller continues to be out there and whether it be for his own good or for the good of the team, He's out there. He's not big-timing them, saying, I'm too big for this. Uh, I've proven myself. What am I doing out here? He, he's he's for sure done enough to not play in these preseason games, but he's still out there. So
1: I got a lot of appreciation for that, and, and he definitely earned my respect. Awesome. And let's turn around to do the big D of the week, Bri. And my big D of the week. Is a man that I haven't seen in a while. Jordan Elliott finally showed up. And man, does he look like a little beast. I love it. him and Taven Bryan together on that defensive line. I don't know how people can run through them. I mean, they're that big. I mean, they're just big boys. And I love it. But Jordan Elliott showed up, made a couple key tackles, uh, tried to get a sack, ended up getting a penalty, I think, for roughing the passer or something of that nature. They pulled him off. But you know, something. Seeing that kid now finally on the field and seeing him run around and see, hearing his name called, he'll stand out this year. I really do think he'll stand out this year.
0: Yeah, I got um, a guy who I wasn't even sure who it was at first. I turned to my buddy, and I said, who, who's number 94? Because after the first two plays, he was making make plays. He was around the ball. And wouldn't you know, that third play, he put on some serious pressure on Justin Fields and forced an incompletion. So 94, for those of you who don't know, is Alex Wright, uh, one of our draft picks this past year. And he uh, he, he just made some plays. He impressed me. Knowing nothing about him, I wasn't watching him. I wasn't like, honed in on him and seeing what he was doing. It was just, I was watching the game and uh, and he was making plays. He was around the ball and yeah, he impressed me, so hopefully he carved out a little uh, little niche as a, a backup defensive end, because we sure could use him.
1: All right, and our hashtag not just my day, player of the week. Brian, I think we probably have a consensus on this, uh, unless you got somebody else other than Anthony Schwartz. I was going
0: to say Stefanski, just to be different, because uh, the play calling was pretty awful.
1: Yeah, I can I can agree with that, but For me, it's Anthony Schwartz. Um, You know, you had your chance to showcase yourself. You dropped too many passes. Um, The one where you got picked off by a linebacker, I'll give you that one. Um, I'm not too upset about that. But, you know, when it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. And I understand there's some plays that you're going to drop. But when you're targeted eight times, I think it was like eight or nine times, and you have one catch, you got to, there's something wrong with that. And, yes, I kind of agree with you with Stefanski with some of the play calling because a couple of those plays. Now, it's nice to see them take a shot to Schwartz down the field, even though I believe he alligator-armed it a little bit. But that's just me. But, I mean, he tried to reach out and get it, but just a little bit overthrown. But, I mean, it was a good route. He was open, just couldn't get it there. Mm-hmm. All right, Bri, you ready to get into our fifty? 50- three-man roster. All right. Sure. Uh, Vinny is doing great, Justin. I'm talking to him after the show here. So on offense, our 53-man roster is Jacoby Brissett and Joshua Dobbs. That will change when Deshaun comes back because I'm pretty sure Dobbs will probably go away and they will keep Deshaun and Jacoby. Running backs, we kept five. Chubb, Felton Jr., Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson. We kept five running backs, Brian. Did you just give away the fantasy uh, question? Did. We still have two spots left. So if you want to get in it, there, you there's your little fantasy. <laughs> uh, Nick just say Ardor. I one in. Nick, yeah, just say I want in. We got two spots left. Nick is in. Oh, cool. Right. Wide receiver, David Bell, Cooper, Peoples Jones, Schwartz, Michael Woods, the second. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Tight ends. Just Marvin Harrison and David Njoku. They cut Johnny Stanton today. Marvin Harrison, look at you. Oh, Harrison <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Marvin Harrison, you're already thinking Buckeye. Come on, oh, man. Good no. oh, back no. to the Browns. All right. So, for your offensive line, you got Betonio, Conklin, Dunn, Forbes, Froholt, Hubbard, Hudson, Pochich. Is it Pochich? Like, Posick. Know, Posick? Okay. Posick. Uh, Teller and Wills. And then your defensive line. Man, those backup offensive tackles scare the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got rid of Blake Hance, too, today. Yeah, that was a little surprising because, mm. yeah, Forbes really hasn't played a whole lot. Defensive line, Taven Bryan, Clowney, Elliott, Garrett, Rochelle, Thomas, togei winovich you want to do a little circle around your winovich i'd never thought he was
0: in jeopardy of not making the team i mean they traded for him so and, who, and who's our backup defensive lineman if it's not him well alex right yeah um, unproven guys guys that have never sure played in the league
1: well he played at new england and new england traded him so obviously he's horrible bry plus he's from michigan <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next, um, I'm I make this team, he's a forgotten guy. He's from Ohio State, that's why. Oh, um, that's right. um, linebackers, uh, Fields, Jordan. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I said Kucinich earlier, but it's not. Yeah, we're not even going to try that. Last Come week. on, man. I don't even know who you're talking about. I can't even do it. Uh, JOK, Phillips, Taki Taki, and Walker cornerbacks. We only have five. Emerson, Green, Newsom, Ward, and Greedy. And safeties, we have five: DeAnthony Bell, Delpit, Harrison Jr., John Johnson, and Richard LeCount. So, Brian, where are the surprises on this 53 that you got so far? Well, the one that
0: stood out was um, DeAnthony Bell, just because. Just a couple days ago, Stefanski said that they've never kept a undrafted rookie on the team, so you just assume maybe he wasn't going to make it. Plus, with LeCount being a draft pick, you thought maybe he would just push him out. But keeping five safeties, there's probably not many teams that do that. I know we're talking about doing this three-safety uh, defense, but a uh, little surprising there. The running back room, not too surprising to be honest. Just because looking at the names, I mean, you you don't want to cut any of those guys, and really felt and will see the field more as a wide receiver. So that's not too much of a surprise. Um, Tony Fields, I guess, maybe was a little bit of a surprise. I mean, I don't think his play on the field has warranted him making this roster, but again, he's a rook or he's a, a draft pick from this re- regime. Year. And yeah, right. Second year guy, he didn't play a whole lot his first year. I think he dealt with injuries a little
1: bit, but. Well, he's also, he's kind of built like JOK. I think that's why they're keeping him in case JOK gets a little bit dinged up. They have another linebacker with his kind of size and speed that can kind of keep up with everything. So I, I think that's the reason why. I mean, do for, we keep a backup center? Uh, No, they are actually between Dunn. Forbes, like I think between Dunn and Forbes, they're actually working those two in as a backup center.
0: Yeah, that uh, that, that scares me a little bit. Just like I I was talking about my concerns for the backup offensive tackles, and those guys are clear offensive tackles. I don't think any of them can move to the inside of guard or center. So the fact that they would waste two spots on the outside. I'm hoping Hubbard can come back and be halfway decent after his injury-riddled season last year. But, um, yeah, I I would think that they would want somebody more than just Forbes and uh, Dunn on the inside.
1: And also, we got to factor in, this just happened. There's going to be people moved around, added, cut, people from other squads coming in. People moving to IR, people moving here, people moving there. This is going to be a rotating thing, at least for the next week until we get. So, yes, us only having two tight ends, we both look at it and like, really? We're only going to have two. They're going to bring in somebody else as a tight end. They're mm-hmm. just trying to figure out right now what they need to get down to 53 and what they need to move around that they want to keep to bring in another tight end, to bring in a wide receiver which I expect them to bring in another wide receiver. I expect six wide receivers and a tight end. So that means two more people are gone off of this team. So there's going to be be some movement around. There's going to be people moved to the IR. Um, Yes, there has been rumors about OJ Howard coming in as a tight end. Uh, Is he a free agent? Uh, I, I believe so. Really? Okay. So... If we're running a five, four, two, 5 defense, why so many linebackers? Well, those linebackers also kind of play as safeties, too. I mean, if you look at JOK, you look at Tony Fields, they can kind of play as a safety also. So that's kind of the reason why. He just got cut by the Bills. O.J. Howard just got cut by the Bills.
0: Interesting.
1: So, I mean, we got a little interesting thing going on. But, Brian... That's our 53 for now, but it's time for me to you to get into something that we both love. College football is back, Bri. And you know what that means?
0: Hmm. I need beer.
1: It's done now, Brian. You can put your headphones back on. Well, it's done now.
0: What happened? What did I miss? You
1: didn't miss anything, buddy. Good. All right. Beauty isn't just what we put well,
0: on. No, it's what we put out in. into the Oh, room. let's hear that. Come on. Play that. Oh. I want to hear that. <laughs> All
1: right. College football is back, bud. Uh, we had games last week. We had Nebraska choke it out again. She, I feel bad for Gene Frost. He's got to go. Oh, my Lord. Does he have to go? Oh, man, I feel bad for him. He's the only person I know that can lose a close game. I mean, every game that he has played, it's been a close game, and he's lost a lot of them. (laughs) what I hear. Eight, eight, nine in a row or something like that? It's something unreal. One score games? One score game, touchdown or less, and he loses them. I don't know what's going on there. But Brian College Football is back. This weekend, we got Notre Dame and Ohio State. We got Michigan. Who are they playing? San Diego State?
0: Some crappy team. <laughs> Early college football. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it. West, what's the whistle for the NFL? But uh, I don't really get too excited.
1: Well, this year it's going to be fun. Um, like I said, we got USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten. In a couple of years, I guess there's rumors about Oregon now. Um, that would be fun. But, Bri, college football, Has always been fun for me. I always love watching college football. Even the crappy teams. You know, you're watching uh, uh, University of Louisiana, Lafayette versus, you know, Rice or something like that. Just watch these kids play. So, Brian, what does college football mean to you? I mean, we're getting into just all-around college football. We got some great games coming up this week. We got some great matchups throughout the season. Um. You know, how does, how does it feel to have college football back instead of the NFL?
0: It's exciting. I mean, because it's football. And it's guys that hopefully you've heard of. Um, and it's teams certainly you've heard of. I don't know. It's part of college football that kind of irritates me. Or the reason maybe that I'm not as into college football as I am the NFL is just because, you know, it's going to be the same teams every year <laughs> you kind of know at the start of the year the teams that are going to be there at the end of the year so like where's the suspense and i know you can kind of say that about uh the nfl too but probably the rams last year were maybe the fifth sixth, seventh uh team that uh that people picked to win the super bowl so there's a little more you know, uh, excitement going into that. But I don't know. In the fact that I don't go to college football games, I'm a Michigan fan, obviously, you know. um, But it's not like Michigan is 45 minutes away and I'm surrounded by Michigan fans. So I'm sure that has something to do with it as well. But hey, if your team's winning every, uh, every Saturday and you can get excited about that and feel good about yourself, then God bless you.
1: I mean, Bri, if you go 40 minutes south, you could be a great team, great tradition, you know, right there from Medina, (laughs) just 45 minutes south. Well, and and another thing I failed to mention
0: is kind of since I've been married, um, I I sit around all day on Sunday watching football. So it's kind of hard for me to sit around on Saturday. All day watching football too. Let's just be honest about it. You got to pick one day or the other. You know I'm not lucky enough to uh to be able to sit around for the entire weekend.
1: Normally, what I do is wait till like an Ohio State night game. That's a big game. I'm like, just shut up. Let me. She goes, you're watching Browns game tomorrow. Don't care. It's eight o'clock game. Kids, you're going to bed. Sure. Everybody, you got to pick pick and choose. Go to your room. Go to your room. Go to your room. But, I mean, yeah. these, I understand what you're saying with a lot of the teams that are out there that, yes, they make it every year. I mean, you got your Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson. You know, you have those teams that are always penciled in at the top four. But Well, and it, it's, I wouldn't even say it's college football's fault. Just to finish with my thought, it
0: it's just what it is. I mean, the NFL is set up for parity because of the NFL draft. The worst teams in the draft or the worst teams the season before pick high in the draft. So just imagine if Rutgers got the best recruits and until they got better and then those teams that sucked, then they – I mean, when, when you give the kids the power to choose exactly where they want to go, they're going to go to the same schools. So, and I mean, I don't what, know if there's a solution to it.
1: Well, guess what? That's what NIL does.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, look at Texas A&M. Maybe they'll be
1: a they'll be a player now because they can shell out a ton of money. Well, a lot of places can if they want to. They just choose not to. I mean, let's let's truly be honest about college football because if you go back through the decades of everything else with the U, with Florida State, with Texas, with USC, everybody's hands are dirty, bud. Like I it just. I agree with it. I know it. I've seen it. <laughs> you, you know, you know, it
0: would be fun and maybe kind of uh, entertaining if, like, Jeff Bezos just picked his favorite college, like, say, Wyoming was his favorite college. Oh, my Lord. He just picked Wyoming and just dumped billions of dollars into Wyoming and said, disperse it amongst your players. And now Wyoming is like a
1: powerhouse in the country, you know, because yeah. that's basically what it could be. Yeah. And yes, Desmond Howard did pick uh, Michigan and a and to make the playoffs.
0: He also picked Michigan Ohio State when he uh, when he was choosing his schools. Ohio boy.
1: Well, and it's not my fault that he went to the dark side.
0: It worked out well for him.
1: Well, I guess Super I Bowl mean,
0: MVP, right?
1: Sure, whatever. <laughs>
0: Who was the last Ohio State guy Super Bowl MVP? I think I might
1: know. That's a long ways back, isn't it? Did Santonio Holmes make it for his catch uh, with the Steelers? I don't know if it was him or if it was Big Ben. It should have been Harrison for his 99-yard INT. It might have been Santonio Holmes. I think it might have been because he had a big game that game. And then you haven't heard from him since. So just like the player, how to say player. All right, maybe so this, that could be a uh, a, a tribute. <laughs> it could be. So, Brian, what are your what are your teams to watch this year? I mean, obviously, we got you know the blue bloods, but what are some of the secondary teams that you're kind of interested in watching this year?
0: Uh, I'd be very interested. Probably at the top of my list t- teams to see how they do this year is USC. With Lincoln Riley and all his success, and uh, Caleb Williams transferring in with a ton of success at Oklahoma, I mean, coach and quarterback right there, yeah. getting to back to a blue bud, blue blood uh, program, and they have certainly every all the recipe to uh, to be successful. It still, might be a little early for them, but um, yeah, see what they do. They don't play in the toughest. Of conferences, so I think they can
1: uh, really make a splash. And Holmes was the first Buckeye to win Super Bowl MVP. There we go. Who's the last
0: Michigan guy to win it?
1: Oh, my God. How many Tom Brady's do you need? (laughs) That's why I love Tom Brady. He's just the ultimate trump card. It's amazing because, you know, your coach didn't actually want to play him. He just played mop-up time because... They wanted the other quarterback to fucking get his time in before, you know, he went and played baseball. Do you know? And that's looks like what they might be doing
0: this year too. Like playing two separate guys. What the hell is he thinking? He should have been fired two years ago. I told you that.
1: Um, but I heard something. Uh, hey, this is this is you. You beat Ohio State by double digits. So you got to keep. Yeah, it, because C.J.
0: Stroud is vastly overrated, and Aiden Hutchinson is a dog. Um. But We're about to now. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson's gone now. Uh, David Ajabo's gone. Um, you know, I, I don't. I won't expect a ton from them this year either, unless one of these JJ McCarthy turns out to be, uh, you know, a Heisman Trophy candidate. But I heard going back to Tom Brady, I heard this two two months ago, and I found it fascinating. And it's not even me trying to gloat or anything like that. But did you know? I heard. Tom Brady is more likely to make it to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to make a three pointer. I mean, yeah. just let that sink in. How crazy is that to make it to the Super Bowl? It's so okay. he's one of the two best teams every year. You want to know why you Steph Curry's know why called the best shooter ever,
1: and, and it's more likely that Tom Brady makes it. You wanna know why it's not crazy? Giselle. Why? That's why,
0: Giselle's the reason, huh? I didn't know that. May, uh, we shoot. We should have Brandon Weeden
1: hitting her up, sliding into her DMs. She's the key. No, she makes so much money that Tom Brady goes, "I don't need that twenty-five million a year. Give me twelve. Bring me any in the receivers I want. We're good to go." He's like LeBron. Any
0: quarterback could do it. Twelve million dollars is plenty for a human being to survive exactly. on.
1: And trust me, I understand that. <laughs> quarterback is going to go for the big money and everything else you know what tom brady went for the victoria's secret model that made more money than him that's
0: honestly honestly you would think more guys would look at that and say man maybe i should take less money so the team around me can be better
1: i mean you sit there and think about that and this is what i brought up to you a long long time ago but i don't think you remember the conversation is at the point in time, if you really want to win a Super Bowl and you want to go for a Super Bowl as a quarterback,
0: right. guess what?
1: You don't need $50 million a year. You cut that down to $25 million a year, you get five more star players on your team, whether right. it be defensive or offense. Guess what? You're going to the Super Bowl. Like, these people don't think. Have you not watched the NBA? These guys that Any- to just win a championship that are actually superstars are going to a team for a million dollars. To play basketball
0: and guess what you're probably going to make it up if you're that successful you're going to make it up in endorsements anyways exactly. so it's it's all about ego i want to be the highest paid guy this and that and i mean look at it's kind of funny to me the lamar jackson saga that's going on in baltimore because of the uh the guaranteed money we gave to sean now all of a sudden lamar wants guaranteed money like these guys just want to top each other and it's like dude you can live a pretty damn good life on $25 million a year. You know, I understand you might only make it for four years, but that's a hundred million dollars. Your kids, 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 kids are gonna be just fine.
1: The only thing I I laugh at this because you've watched your replacements before, right? The movie? Yep. He goes, I just remember the guy, he goes, Well, what does it really mean? Man, I pay $10 million to my agent, two million dollars to my lawyer. I got an account. You know how much insurance costs on a Ferrari? M- <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, just think about that. I, it just, yeah, we're not. I'm not talking about that quarterback. He is suspended. He is not allowed back in the building until October. I don't want to talk about him until October. Sure. All right. So, Bryce. So you had USC. Is there any other sneaky one? Because we got off on a tangent there for a second. I mean. <laughs> I don't know about
0: sneaky because it is college football. So there's probably 10 teams that everyone's going to kind of say they're keeping an eye on, but I'm interested to see uh, Clemson, you know, see Good. if they can regain again. They're kind of like USC. They play in a weaker conference, see if they can regain uh, what they had a couple years ago with Dabo and this DJ Ui Um He was supposed to be the next big thing. And he's kind of struggled couple years ago when he filled in for Trevor Lawrence and then last year definitely uh, was not what he was hoping for. So he was a top prospect a couple years ago. Can he become that this year? And uh, he's going to get the opportunity. Just don't know if he'll do it.
1: Yeah, my my team's to look out for. I want to see what Cincinnati. Um, they lost a lot of people. They lost a quarterback. They're still ranked in the top 25. They play Arkansas, I think, this week coming up. Did they?
0: Today- did they have
1: the most guys drafted this past year since I think so? Because unbelievable. A lot of seniors, they bounce back. Another um, one. I want to keep an eye on South Carolina with Spencer Rattler. Okay. Yeah. Right. I see that kid. And also I kind of want to see right now. Cause obviously it's my wife's home state. I got to see what the Mountaineers got to do this year. Um, they have a decent team, but I don't know if they have the right coach. And a lot of people are kind of upset with the coach. So we're going to kind of see. And then last but not least, you got to go to Texas with Quinn Ewers. Sure. And Sarkeesian and see what the hell that's going to be. Can't Absolutely. wait to see that fire. Right. All right. But other than that, I mean, Brian, do you want to get into our predicts for the, uh, I'm skipping Fat Boy Tuesday tonight. We're already over an hour. Sure.
0: That's fine. We'll carry it uh, next
1: week. Uh, the trivia you asked me first. Yep. Was Who more? There's only four in front of. Four Robert. guys ahead of Robert, uh, Albert Pujols. All right. So one, Hank Aaron. Yep. Babe Ruth. Yep. Hmm. Um, Barry Bonds. There you go. Why am I drawing a blank on the last one? Mark McGuire? No, I'm not sure where McGuire is, to be honest. Um,
0: He's not. Well, is it A-Rod? A-Rod is the next guy, and then I think I was looking – he just passed, like, Griffey Jr. and Willie Mays. So. Oh, I forgot about Griffey. God, he's Griffey, my favorite yeah, player. Oh. I know. I couldn't believe he hit that. I, I mean, I knew he was good, but I couldn't believe he was top 10 in home runs. I mean, he he just seemed to have such a sweet swing. But, yeah, I think uh, Pujols is 694, or something like that. So, I don't know if he'll
1: get to 700 this year. I don't know if this is his last year, if he might come back for another one. James said he wants to see how long it'll take Florida state to get big again. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Who's their coach now? I mean, they're just their last relevant year was when Jameis Winston played for him. Yeah. Won the national title. Uh, Jimbo. That was it. (laughs) They're just, they're,
0: they're just waiting for Deion Sanders to uh, come take the job. I would assume.
1: Well, we'll see what he does. All right, Bryce. So we're going to give our college final four predictions. All right, and then we are going to sign off. All Go right. for it. All right, so my final four. Got to have Alabama and Ohio State in there. All right. I'm going to throw in a sneaky USC. I think a Pac-12 team makes it this year. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I think another sneaky team that will sneak in. <sighs> Texas A&M. I think... With Jimbo, um, everything else, I think Texas A&M takes a step this year. I think they it's either Texas A&M or it's Georgia. Um, sure. But I think it's going to come down to two SEC schools, a Pac-12 and a Big Ten. I don't think a Big 12 team will make it this year, especially Oklahoma and the shambles they are. Uh, Texas still a question mark because they haven't switched over yet, right? No, you know, I will will say, keep an eye on the big 12. There's always one team in the big 12 that makes a run, whether it be Baylor, Texas, Oklahoma, they always screw up and have one loss, but just an eye on one of those teams. But I really do think USC with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams are going to cause some noise out there. And I, the two teams they got to get past is Utah in Oregon, yeah.
0: All yeah,
1: right, All right. So give me your give me your top four.
0: Well, as you could probably predict, we are pretty similar here. Um, and I mean, ever since Nick Saban took over, it's like, well, what other three teams are going to be in there? Because it seems like Alabama's in there every single year, unless they have a injury to their quarterback or something. Um, so Alabama would be one. Um. I think I think Georgia has kind of taken over for Clemson. Is like the the next big school to uh to give Alabama they lost, everything. They lost a lot of people in that defense. Yeah, they did. But um, I think that they're kind of Alabama junior. I think they just keep reloading. I think uh, I think they're in the East, so they're in a slightly easier side than uh than Alabama is for the SEC. So. Alabama, Georgia, you mentioned USC. Um, I think might be a little early for them, but I'll stick my neck out on the line because I think they play in a relatively easy conference too. So I could see them only having one loss. And then uh, the final team is, I mentioned them
1: earlier, uh, Clemson. I think Clemson's the fourth team. All right. All right, so, Brian, I think we still have three spots left, unless you want to do a 10-team. I thought you said Nick was in. Nick was in. Oh, so we have
0: two spots left. Why do we have two? I thought we had three to start the show, and
1: then Nick joined. We had four. Nick joined. That's three. Uh-oh. So, you told me we had three. You might want to double-check the count. Hold on. I can bring that up <laughs> right now. That's not a problem, Brian, because I got notes.
0: I mean, if we have anybody, is, did anybody comment? 200. We could just do a 10-team league. That's
1: what we did last year. Right. So we got nine. Nick Wallace is 10. Cool. All right. So we got 10. You could reach
0: out if you wanted to to uh, two more. guys have, that have done it in the past, but Uh-oh. we figured we'd just give but, the listeners a, a first crack at it.
1: Our draft will be on Wednesday. Brian, will let you know when it is. Yep. All right. On that note, sorry, no Fat Boy Tuesday this week. We'll get into Fat Boy Tuesday next week. You we got a little heated when it comes to college football and the Browns. <laughs> so that's how we roll here. But, mm-hmm. uh, Rye, why don't you God bless him? God bless you. God
0: bless America.
1: I am that fat guy. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, follow us on all of our social platforms. We love you guys. Thank you guys for all the comments here in the comments. We appreciate it. We get a kick out of this every week. Can't thank you guys enough. Want to thank our troops and our first responders for everything you do. We want to thank Harold Keel and the APA for being our sponsor and giving us some stuff to hand out. And on that note, we are definitely uncorked, unloaded. We're out. Say ya. See ya.